Welcome to Recharge the Soul Show, a place where we aspire to take our tips and tools we teach in our mind, body, and soul recharging women's retreats and put them in this here podcast. You're wanting to up-level, uplift, and shift into a constant flow state of joy, then you came to the right space. And we are your hosts. She's my daughter, Bailey. And she's my mom, Lorianne, aka the Shaman Mom. We could not be more grateful to have you here with us. And we hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Recharge the Soul. We're happy that you chose this podcast um, to listen in on and share space with. I am Bailey, one of your co-hosts, and I am, of course, here with my other co-host, Lorianne. Hi, Mom. How are you doing? I'm good. We're actually in separate spaces right now. Bailey's visiting a friend, one of her very best friends, and and I'm over here holding space in my office and just got done coaching some clients. And we're really, we're actually getting messages now that people are missing our podcast if we don't, <laughs> if we don't post. So we were, we love hearing that from you all, that it makes an impact on your lives, especially, especially now in these crazy times. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it's, like I have my particular podcast that I always go to for whether it be reassurance or whether it be just because I find the people that I'm listening to, I find them comforting, you know? And so <laughs> I totally understand. Um, I understand again, cause I have people that I like, I'm like always checking my podcast be like, when did they post or when are they putting something out? So if you find safety or sacredness within this space where so grateful that that that's how it's affecting you because that is our intentions with this Mm -hmm. that's why we created this um so we're so happy that you know that you can yeah you can find a little bit of comfort here what podcast do you listen to because I know that you listen to a couple of them but what's the one that you're talking about right now Um, well, one of them, which I actually was listening to the other day is embodied astrology, which she actually Mm -hmm. just took her, um, podcast off of Apple and Spotify for her own reasons, but you can still find them on her website, embodied astrology. Um, and I love listening to my horoscopes from her because they're so spot on like recently. And I was talking about in the last podcast that I was feeling like super sensitive going into this cancer season and really not lost, but knowing, recognizing that I, I was ready to kind of step into a new direction and to that frightened me a little bit. Um, and also that I kind of have been feeling the, the need to like kind of disconnect from social media and from a lot of like the news outlets. Of course, I don't listen to the news no matter what, but I mean, disconnect from TV, disconnect from the radio. Mm -hmm. Like I've been wanting to just kind of go into a cocoon and, and she validated a lot of that in my horoscope. She said Mm -hmm. actually all of that. And it was kind of just more on, um, trusting that I don't know always the steps ahead of me, but if I have the right intentions and I continue making steps forward, um, in the ways that felt aligned and, and lit up for me that, that everything's going to come to fruition exactly as it should be. So embodied astrology is an amazing one. I also really love the lively show just because she talks a lot about like just being in this massive flow within your life, whether that 
that be it taking you in directions that you're not always weren't planning on, but, but trusting that it's, it's going to be something that you can't even fathom. Um, it's another one that I listened to. I love that you said that about being in this flow because it's this, what we're doing has been such a crazy ride. Oh we're my totally, God. <laughs> totally in flow. Don't, it's just so interesting and yeah. amazing because we're just following where we're supposed to be. And we're in this time in the world where there's so much massive change going on mm-hmm. that to be able to help in any way we can and be a light for anybody or make people laugh. Like yeah. I know that we do, Wait, even when we're being serious and try not to make people laugh, we have a tendency to make people laugh, which is awesome. We love yeah. that, bringing a little bit of joy into your world, but it is really um, just amazing when you lean in and trust. When you lean in and trust, because mm-hmm. yeah, this world is like, honestly, this world is so full of magic and there's, there's mm-hmm. amazing things happening all the time and miracles happening all the time. And I think that whenever I feel like a little bit of doubt, which I want to say is so normal, like being a human, like it's so normal to feel whether it's again, lost or Mm -hmm. having doubt around something or wondering if you're on the right path or, or maybe Mm -hmm. not sure where to step. Like, Hey, you're human. (laughs) Give yourself a break first off. And, and, and know that a lot of us feel that way at, at so many different points in our lives. So yeah, I think that I've been feeling a little bit like that and, and I allowed myself to be in it and I allowed myself to disconnect from whatever was making me feel more insecure or more like I was comparing myself and really just get back into my present. And so, yeah, I think that especially like we were just talking about before we hopped on, um, there's kind of a lot going on within specifically the United States lately, as far as abortions go. And, I know that a lot of heavy emotions come up with that and a lot of kind of feelings that we're moving backwards and no matter what your opinion is with it, um, it, it really makes a lot of the United States feel dense again, you know, Mm -hmm. and people are worried about riots or protesting or whatever it's, it's our brain going into again, like we've been so traumatized by so much that has happened over the past couple of years, um, that it's, it's disheartening to see something else kind of pop up where people are like, what, like how, you know, how, like, like another thing, like, you don't think that, you know, we, we kind of just want to get back to normal and, and there's, I know that there's enough personal stressors going on with everybody's individual lives for the most part. Um, Maybe that's different, but depending on the person, but again, it's, yeah, it's, it's just another thing, no matter again, what your opinion is on it, just another thing that's happening on top of everything. So we kind of wanted to come on here and really share on how important it is. And it's not necessarily meaning that we're turning a blind eye to what is going on and however you want to handle the situation, however you want to move or your direction or supported or not supported, uh, it's important that you're taking care of yourself and you're becoming that own constant for yourself. So we wanted to share on the things that really keep us grounded, no matter what's going on around us. Right. So no matter if there's like a storm going on around us with chaos, um, we can be within that storm and have flexibility and be grounded and, and know that 
there's always going to be things around us that are going to be outside of our control. So where can we come back to our center? Mm-hmm. Well, that is well said. Very, very well said. I love all of that. And one of the things that I do, I know that you were talking about listening to these different podcasts. I actually wrote them down. because, because <laughs> I, I share them with you all the time. I know, but you do listen to a wide variety of them. And I do want to listen to embodied astrology for sure. Also, um, be your own magic is a good one. You would, you would really like that one. It, it talks a lot about spirituality and like kind of dives into all sorts of different stuff. So that <laughs> one's fun. Oh, I love, I love, I did, I wrote all three of them down now because I like to listen to these. I like to turn my car into either a moving university and listen to things Same. while I'm driving or, or when I'm running I, or walking, when I'm not walking bare, because when I'm walking bare, she demands all of my attention. As you well know, Bailey, she demands yeah. <laughs> attention, which is not a bad thing because she's actually one of the things that helps ground me. But I wanted first to talk about what I've been listening to, which has been super helpful. And because a lot of people say that they don't have time to meditate. And um, I meditate, I usually do a five minute meditation, but I've been needing extra, extra um, time lately, just because of all the things that are going on. And so what I've been listening to is I go to YouTube, believe it Mm -hmm. or not. And I listen to Michelle Fielding's um, Archangel Archangel Metatron meditation. And it has been just, I can't even tell you how powerful it has been for me. I do this meditation. So I was running up the hill today, running up the hill. And um, she was talking about seeing, uh, visualizing a light over my head and then seeing the angel hand me this huge bright crystal and to actually put it in each of my chakras. each of the eight chakras. So I started with my crown. I put, I know there's a lot more than the eight because you've taught me that. Oh, there's seven. So with my crown chakra, three, anyhow, on each of my chakras. And I, what I've done with them is that I started my crown and then I yeah. put, the, put the diamond shaped crystal that was, it has a very shimmery light behind my third eye chakra. So it shimmered this beautiful purple. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm running. So I'm just visualizing that my throat chakra, I'm having this beautiful aquamarine color. Then my heart was this beautiful green. And then my, my solar plexus was this beautiful yellow and just going all the orange and then red and just really making them brilliant and just making them, seeing them pop while I was running just this beautiful and seeing the shimmery prisms of light shine through them because it really was grounding me while I was running. And I noticed that my run up this hill, and mind you, everyone, I'm 61, and I'm running up this hill, and I was feeling stronger while I was doing this meditation, so I knew it was helping me. So I just found it super powerful. And um, so, and it's art, it's Michelle Fielding, and you would go to the one that's 11 minutes long. If you send me the link, I can put it in the notes. Okay, yeah, because you guys would love it. I'm telling you, if you want to get grounded and you want to feel lighter and you want to make sure that you're not having that denseness attached to you, I love seeing the brilliant diamonds of light shimmering through each of my chakras because it would just light them up like there was a light behind them. It was gorgeous. Yeah. It was, it was oh, very, um, 
Yeah. It made me lighter. Yeah. You know what I actually just found out that's super fun to talk about is because I'm finding out. So like, I'm still in this breathwork certification and I'm, I'm finding out about, and I know everybody doesn't want to know like the science behind a lot of what we do, but I think like starting with kind of the woo woo aspect of it, but noticing how much it works and what an impact it makes. And then finding out like the actual science behind it. And I'm like, Oh, like, no wonder, no wonder, like it's a, it's a mixture of spirituality and science, you know, it's, um, Mm -hmm. but I found out that we're learning about breath retentions and like, um, different bond, like your locks and everything, but there's actually like when we're holding our breath after exhaling, so we're on empty. So what they describe it as is like the death basically where you have nothing left in you and you're, you're sitting in that uncomfortability and that resistance. What's happening is the cerebral fluid within the bottom of our spine that provides, that is constantly rotating for 12 hours throughout our spine and in between the vertebrae all the way up into our brain. That's providing different proteins, um, salts, nutrients, fats, that's actually keeping our brain from, um, not like it's keeping our brain healthy and alert and from basically like Alzheimer's is being avoided, um, or prevented and all the different things that our brain, um, kind of goes through as we age, it's actually helping us stay more, um, God, what, like just keeping it healthier. The reason so why I just need to hold my breath longer and it helps. Well, that's the thing I behind age. it. Yeah, no, literally, because what happens do it right now, <laughs> right? We're just like, we go silent for like five minutes. We're like, listen, we're doing this for you guys. <laughs> um, no, but when we're actually holding our breath at the bottom of that exhale, which is a super uncomfortable for me personally, like I would, I love holding my breath when I'm full of air and, you know, um, but it's actually pumping cerebral fluid um, more consistently to the top of our brain, which is activating so much. And then um, they call it electromagnetic fields. And then actually is activating your pineal gland, which is your third eye, which connects to your intuition. So So can I ask you a question about that? Yeah, of course. Did you say that you blow out all, because I know everybody else is going to want to know this too. So you blow out all the air. All the air. So like whatever you're in and you're holding it. Yeah. And so they, what they say, like within, um, breath work is like when we're exhaling all of our air and we're holding on nothing, which Mm -hmm. I think is like the most uncomfortable thing. Um, it's considered that death, like you're experiencing the feeling of nothingness of like that void. Right. And then when you're inhaling and you're experiencing this, this fullness, this life, this prana, Mm -hmm. you're experiencing, um, rebirth you're experiencing life you're experiencing like the ultimate life force so it's really powerful yeah it's a beautiful process so so can I ask another question of course (laughs) so um so do I do it because I just was trying it while you were doing that and then I got chills after I took a big breath Mm -hmm. how many times should you empty out and hold and how long should you hold well, it's interesting because like, there's this whole thing also behind it. It's like, whenever you're asking how long you should hold, you should hold to where until you feel resistance, until you feel uncomfortable and maybe hold for four more seconds, five more seconds, but it's not about 
there's no right or wrong way or like Mm -hmm. wrong amount of time to hold. It's just about meeting that shadow of yourself. And Mm -hmm. when you meet the shadow of yourself, you're meeting your higher self. You're, you're experiencing a sense of, yeah, again, going into your shadow. So it's putting the ego aside and being like, ah, I should hold till Mm -hmm. this long. And then, then I'm like, yeah. And then I can really say that I did breath work. It's like, no, it's, it's feeling into your, so I could guide you and I could say, hold for this long. But if you feel like you want to hold longer then hold longer, if you feel like that's too, like that's pushing it too far and you're not quite there yet, then, then listen to your body. Um, but yeah, there's no wrong or right amount of time to hold. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's it. And should you do it daily or is there no, sh- no, you know, I would say, yeah, I've, I would say the more that you're consistent with your practices, the more they actually like integrate into your actual life. So the more that you're like, the reason for our practices is not just to like, be like, oh, we should do this or, oh, this is, this is what like my life coach, like you told me to do, or this is what a retreat I went on said I should do. It's more that. So when we are faced with these challenging times, with these unexpected times within our daily life or global issues or whatever it may be is that we are fully prepared within ourselves. We've created these new neural, like these new brain passages to, um, to not go into fight or flight, to not go into like this reactive state, but to more just handle the blows with, with more confidence and more calmness and not being so affected. And again, being that like rooted that rooted tree, but again, with flexible, flexible branches, um, in the middle of the storm. So our practices are really more for an opportunity to show up in our daily lives differently and to, to create more, um, to more belief, like to redefine our beliefs, whether if you're constantly going towards a negative mindset or a, a doubtful mindset or constantly putting yourself down, or maybe always kind of not finishing projects, whatever it may be, it's creating these new beliefs. It's creating these new mindsets, um, in life to live a more aligned and happier and fulfilled, fulfilled time here. So they say that within your breathwork practices, for the most part, it takes at least minimum five minutes to activate your parasympathetic nervous system, which is really when we start going, going into that subconscious state of mind that, um, where a lot of maybe trauma lives or again, mindsets live, beliefs live identities, um, to where we can really go in there and change those. So five minutes minimum within your breathwork practices, mantras, chanting, whatever it may be. So yeah. Wow, that's powerful. So interesting. So crazy how powerful breath is. Yeah. And also last thing, I'm learning so much. It's so fun. We're in the Kali age right now. And I've talked about this on how do you spell that? Yeah, K-A-L-I. And it might be L-L-I, but I'm pretty sure it's just L-I. We just briefly messaged or um talked about this on our breathwork course, but she um, was saying that years ago we were in the Buddha age, which the Buddha age was before we had all of this technology, before we had all of these to-do lists. Like a lot of our lives are busy nowadays. And if you're not busy, then it's a kind of a, there's this weird stigmatism around like that you're not successful, that you're not doing enough, that 
um, yeah, there's a lot of different insecurities that come around it. So before all of this, when there wasn't as much noisiness going on, um, in the Buddha age, people could easily just sit within meditation, within stillness, within just quietness, um, and drop into a deeper state of consciousness. But now since our, our world's gotten so chaotic and there's TikTok, which our attention span is like so much shorter now, um, and there's Instagram and social media, and then also like work and the news and all that, we're in this state called the Kali age, where our brains are taken to so many different places constantly that we have this crazy monkey mind, um, that it's harder to get past it. It's harder to, that's why a lot of us do have issues when we first start meditating. We're like, what the hell is this? Like how, you know, how do people do this? So using, I always recommend people using different scents, um, like Palo Santo, every time before you're about to start meditating, light something incense, essential oils, because it tricks your brain and starts, you start dropping into that state, state deeper. Um, or you can use breathwork mantra, chanting, guided meditation, all those different stuff. We have to use different crutches nowadays in order to help us drop into that state. So if you resonate with that, you're not alone. It's completely normal. Um, just yeah, we just have to kind of do a little bit of extra work to show up. I love it. That is just so powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, that was super, super powerful. And I, um, so I was, was I'm going to try that because I need to, I, not that I need to, but I'd like to incorporate the blowing out of the breath mm-hmm. and seeing how, and holding it and seeing how that changes um, my mindset and see what I, because I, I feel like I, every time I try something new, like Stephen, the visualization of the Archangel Metatron a meditation, how powerful that was. So I love trying, I haven't been incorporating breath work, but I know it's super powerful because I've used it actually for clients who have had anxiety and I'm not a breath work specialist or practitioner. You've taught me that. Yeah. There's also like, so that's so great. I love it. Yeah. And I could share one more with you if you're open. Um, Um, so also like within our, like our retentions. So when you're holding your breath, so when you're filled with air, like she described it as our energy channels, our chakras, these seven, um, again, energy centers within our body. Whenever we're holding our breath, think of it like a dam of water starting at your root. And so when you're holding your breath, what it's doing, it's actually pushing up this energy through all chakras. So whether there's any like stagnant energy or blockages, it's pushing through that and pushing all the way up through your throat chakra, then going into your third eye and your crown chakra and bursting out the top. So it's creating this beautiful flow through all energy centers so that you can feel more aligned and feel more in your truth and have more guided, like, like more clarity when it comes to guidance on your intuition. So powerful. So cool. Yeah. So I love powerful. it. I know. It's a, and it's something that everybody can do. Everybody can do. And everybody can practice. Yeah. Um, and so, and you're actually now going to be working with a couple of clients on breath work. For I am. It's super so, exciting. Yeah. Which you've been manifesting and calling in. And, mm-hmm. and now is more than ever, we need tools that we have sure. at our fingertips that we can do to change our, change our mindset and change our energy. Um, the, another thing 
that I've been using that I just played with the past couple of days is I was in actually in a yoga class and I was noticing how um, how affected I was by everybody's wobbliness. And what I mean by that, I mean physically affected. So when we were working on balance moves mm-hmm. um, and I'm and I'm since I am older, I really know that balance is super important because women who fall, there's a very high mortality rate of women falling. And plus I want to be hiking and running and leaping and jumping for a long time. So balance, I have to work on balance. And so I was in class working on balance and I was, um, I was doing something called the figure four and I was getting super wobbly and I was tuning in to the people around me who were also super wobbly. So what I did was, and this is something powerful we can do anywhere when we're driving in our car or when we're in a crowd or you're in the grocery store or you're with your family, you can say, I call back my own energy. So I was feeling super wobbly. And then I said, I call back my own energy and I saw all my energy come back to me like a bubble Mm -hmm. and sink back next to me. So my aura was a lot closer to me. And I looked at my energy as rooted, very rooted. I saw roots coming out the bottom of my feet. And when I did that, the wobbliness went away just like that. I love it. I just said, I call back my own energy. Yes. And I did, So every time I would get to that pose in this full yoga flow, when I was a little while, I would go, I call back my own energy. And every single time. It would just like that, stabilize you. Yeah, it would stabilize me. And I would stop, I would stop swaying. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's how powerful our words are. Mm-hmm. And calling back your own energy is so important now. And because you're going to be so triggered by everything if you do not call back your own energy. Yeah. Yeah. And that like that's something that we were going to talk about on here because we're each going to go through three specific ways that we both ground back into our own again, energy, body, our own reality. Mm-hmm. Um, but y- you guys have a choice. You guys have a choice every single moment throughout every single day on what reality you want to buy into. Right. So, and that could be hard for some of you to hear because it is kind of like, there's this whole thing about like not turning a blind eye to things or whatever, but there is recognizing things that are going on in the world, but not allowing it to take you out. You don't need it to take you out. We don't need people on their knees in this world, especially now we need people with authenticity, with, with, compassion and speaking their truth speaking their truth in a way that is Mm -hmm. loving not in a way that's like combative yeah combative um but have again compassion for each other no matter where we all stand just to be like hey the world's a little bit chaotic right now and there's a lot of division that is being made and we need to be able to recognize each other in a way that like we have different experiences and different information, which may give us different beliefs and that that's okay, but we can all come to the same agreement that we all want our, ourselves to be happy. We all want our families to be happy. We all want us to be successful. And so it comes back to us taking care of our mental state and our physical state and our emotional state so that we can be as level-headed and less reactive as possible, because that's when when we all come to good conclusions and good resolutions. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So that was, my, that was my first one is that calling back my own energy. 
Oh, I love that. Okay. That was, that beautiful. was my first, that was my first one. I really feel, cause I can do that. If I'm with a, a bunch of people, I can call back my own energy. I can do it in a yoga class. I can call back my own energy. If I'm being listening to the radio station or I'm in a grocery store and I hear people saying things that, you know, that maybe they're getting, um, you know, angry with each other, whatever's happening, I can just call back my own energy. I really love knowing that that's an option for me. And so I can yeah. stay in my own reality. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, no. And I like that. And then also there's this other thing that I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast before, but when you're in the shower, imagining like that the water is like white light washing off over you um, and washing off anything from the day that's not yours, any energy that's not yours and calling back your own energy and becoming sovereign again. So uh, one of my things was I really, whenever I'm feeling like this, like in the beginning of the week, I was super feeling ungrounded. If you listen to the last podcast, you'll pick up on that. But um, I really start to focus on my mornings because my mornings, a lot of the time I have free, they're pretty open. So I, I don't pick up my phone. I don't look at the, like any of my social media platforms. I literally take that time to just go into my meditation, to go for a run, to listen to good music, to know the things that really put me back into my own space. And, and I don't tap into the noisiness of the world right away. So I give myself that that um, space. And I know that some, for some people, that's a luxury. Like some of you have to jump into work or, or maybe you have to check your emails, but if you can find space throughout your day and we all have it for the most part, and if you don't have it, you need to create it to where you can put away all that crazy noisiness and really give yourself the time and give yourself the space to reconnect back with you and do the things that you know, that fill you up and nurture you. I have, I, that's such a, another great point is because I actually have a friend of mine who her whole day, she actually gets up 30 minutes early. She gets up at 5am so she can have 30 minutes just mm -hmm. for that space in her day. Yeah. She says she doesn't do it. She says she feels rushed and hurried and she's more anxious and has, um, and is not as happy. If she yeah. does 30 minutes at the, so that was a really oh, true. beautiful point. I, um, I have something that my second one is that staying present and how I do that is when I wake up, I've noticed that, that this one thing, like, just like the words, I call back my own energy. This other thing that I do in the morning, just shifts my whole morning. I did it just this morning because I almost forgot to do it. And then I did it and I noticed just again, another big quick shift. And it was, I am so grateful. I'm so grateful. And I just, I wasn't grateful for anything in particular. I just was waking up and just reminding myself because I feel like we all chose to be here. I feel like if you're in a body, you chose, you were one of the lucky ones because you chose to be here. And I've had moments when I haven't always felt like that. I did not feel like being in a body was something I was really be very thrilled about. I'm going to tell you honestly that there was a time when I did not feel like that. But when you grow through those moments, when you have felt like that and you make it to the other side and then you realize what a gift it really is to be here and to be able to experience all these things, hug your children, 
you know, um, eat good food, move your body, all that see this beautiful world we live in. I'm just, I, I just want to wake up in the morning and I just want to start my day with being grateful so I can be truly present. So the part B of that, so that was part A of the, the second thing I'm, I'm grateful for. The part B of it is just, I noticed that when I go to the park and I noticed this yesterday, um, I brought Little Bear to the park and Little Bear is just in the moment. She's like running around, she's leaping, she's jumping, Little Bear is our dog. For those of you that don't know who she is, she's not an actual bear. She's actually a, um, a German Shepherd Husky mix. And she is the happiest dog, no matter what's going on, she's super happy. And if she, you know, has a moment where she's not unhappy, she immediately, is it, you can just distract her so easily and she can be back in her joy. And I just, I really love that about being present because we could be upset about so many different things or we can go, what am I gonna do about this? What am I gonna, not to turn a blind eye to it or be, you know, saying that it's not valid or there aren't really, really some things going on that definitely need attention and need to be looked at. But I can't, Bailey said it earlier, I can't serve from my knees and I can't be, that's, that's what evil wants you. The evil wants you on your knees. And I just, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go there. I'm going to embrace this life while, and make a difference while I can. Yeah. And I think that it's important. Like I'm a big believer and not even believer, but I, I do it in feeling your feelings Yeah, and going into the spaces when you're feeling like you just need to freaking cry or you need to get angry and Mm -hmm. feel that and process that and look at it and wonder why it's there and let it move through you and then release it and then come back. Yeah. Because when you, when you Mm -hmm. don't allow yourself to go in there and feel it and to be Mm -hmm. with it, that's when it gets depressed and gets stuck into the, into the body. Mm-hmm. Feeling it. And then I always ask my clients, okay, how many days do you need? Yeah. You really sad or depressed or angry or mourning or how many days do you need? And they'll say, I need a week. And I'll say, okay, well then on Monday, I'm going to be here at 8am and you're going to, you're going to be ready to rock and roll. And we will just and we'll, we'll take whatever else is left and we'll put it, you know, I was tri- personal training was into their workouts. You know, I put it into the movement because movement will help you get oh, unstuck. Sure. unstuck. And so, but you, but you need to give your, it'd be really great. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to do anything, but it would be really amazing if you would say, okay, I'm going to be mad and be upset and cry and do all the things I need to do to keep this energy, to move this energy through me. And then if I need a few extra days, I'll say, hey, I need a few extra days, but you've got to have a time limit because you will get stuck there. I've seen people who are talking about the same things, Bailey, that they were talking about eight years ago. You can't do that. That's no yeah. way to live. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. It's, it's all about feeling it and moving it, but also finding things that keep you in this this beautiful present because that's really all that we have right mm-hmm. um and then for me for my second one and I kind of mentioned this in my first one but I think it's super super important is that I completely whenever I'm feeling ungrounded I disconnect from the online world 
and I, I meet the needs that I need to meet as far as like with recharge um, and with our postings there. And I do what I have to do in that field, but I don't go scrolling. I don't go looking. I do what I have to do and then I get off, you know, and then I can message everybody that maybe somebody reached out to us or whatever, reach out back out to them lately. But like yesterday I was having a really off day. You know this. I was frustrated with everything. Like talk about <laughs> feeling everything. Um, I was angry at everybody on the road for whatever reason and <laughs> angry at everybody in the gym. And it was just one of those days. So I left my phone in the car and I went and just kind of laid down at the river and brought a book and really just let myself be, you know, which we don't really give ourselves the opportunity a lot of the time. So that's another one thing that gets me really grounded back to myself when I'm constantly like poking my nose into the online world, the world that though it's very tangible, it's really not a reality. Um, then I just tend to get out of my body easier. So disconnecting from social media and the news, oh God, the news is terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> terrible. I like, God, I hate to, I'm, and I'm sorry for anybody that maybe that's like shocking to them, but at this point I kind of just look at it and I'm like, what? Like, do I, I almost look at it and I'm like, I'm waiting for them to say one thing that's positive. Last time I listened to the news, I did that. And it, I, I couldn't, I did not hear one thing that they were talking about that was positive. No, nothing. So nothing. anyways. Yeah. And um, so, um, but you also added a second piece to that is that you mother nature, you went down to the water. Yeah. That I was, went down to the water. Yeah. Nature is so healing. Nature, nature is something that, you know, as technology filled as this world may get, nature will always be there and nature will always be this like safety ground for us to get back into. So yeah, getting mm -hmm. in nature is huge for me. And then for myself, I love, I'm asking my angels for help. And I'm, and I also ask them for protection. So say I'm calling in all of my higher angels and I'm asking for protection behind me and in front of me, oh. on the side of me and on the other side of me, around under me and above me, in me and through me, I'm asking for your protection. And I'm telling you that that makes all the difference in the world. I also ask them to light my path, to please light my path, to give me grace, ease, and flow. Grace, ease, and flow in my day. And prayers really work. They are really listening. And I am so grateful to my angels, my light team, my ancestors, God, the, all of the universal energies that are from the from the higher masters, I just am so grateful that they're there for me and for my family and for recharge and for my clients and for the world. I'm just like really grateful because I can see them doing good work mm. and I can feel them. And so when I ask for help, if I'm having a hard time, it, my energy level and my, not my energy level, my attitude lightens up oh you lean on your support mm -hmm. I love that yeah that's awesome so my last one is I really have noticed whenever I'm feeling like super off I'll listen to again like 
there's so much repeating, I feel like in this podcast, but you can tell like, this is obviously like really ingrained in, in what we go to, but I listen to podcasts that resonate with, with high vibe for me, with things that inspire me, with things that get me back into what I believe in and what inspires me. So also, um, the new percept, new perceptions by Ben Brown, I've really been listening to, and I love him. He's very Mm -hmm. calming. He's, he was talking about the most recent one I was listening to this week was, um, the nervous system and it being the key to our freedom, Mm -hmm. which is beautiful. Like, yeah, having control over your nervous system and paying attention Mm -hmm. to it and nurturing your nervous system, because that, that's where a lot of our, our beliefs come from. That's where a lot of our, um, us reacting comes from. So I, I really, I, I tune into people that, that inspire me and that, that give me that sense of stability. Mm-hmm. So I lean, I, again, I do the same thing that you just, you do. And I, and I also lean into my angels. I do talk to my angels consistently, but I lean onto my support, the things that make mm-hmm. me feel filled up. Mm-hmm. I put away the things that make me feel wobbly. Mm-hmm. And then I lean into the things that make me feel more stable. Yeah, because I noticed that when all of this was happening and there was such um, such anger in the air and so much um, people just just saying really just horrific things, I was like, okay, what I focus on expands, and I had to yeah. just I had to pull way back because I don't want to focus on hate. That just is too it's too hard on. Um, my yeah. mental state. I was just like, and and it truly, you anybody who knows us knows that we truly are focusing on the light. I'm truly focusing on what and what we want to expand. And when we have moments, and Bailey and I both have moments, mm-hmm. and when we have moments, we try to catch ourselves and then redo a reset. You yeah. know, yeah. so so I just those were those were my things. I'm, so what are you going to be doing with the rest of your Fourth of July is coming up. Bailey, what are you going to be doing, Bailey? I am going to a wedding. Actually, I'm some. I'm a. I'm a friend's date to a wedding (laughs) this weekend, (laughs) so I had to find a dress and everything, and kind of figure that out. And then I'm for the actual Fourth of July because I'll be in Reno for the wedding. I'm going to float the river with one of my friends. That sounds like fun. Yeah, it'll be fun to kind of play a little bit. I don't feel like you're living with me anymore. I, well, I, I mean, that's how, that's how it should be. I feel like <laughs> then um, Bailey's coming home and then we're taking off and celebrating our anniversary. I've been with my husband for 20 years as of the night before Thanksgiving. And so the coming up on 20 years, <laughs> sounds like a Frank Sinatra song. Yeah. And then we are going to go to Las Vegas to celebrate our wedding. We've been married in July. We will have been married um, 17 years. Seems like a seems like a like it was just yesterday. It doesn't seem like it was that long ago. So yeah. 17 years, and so I'm, we're going to go have some fun time together in uh, Las Vegas, and I'm looking forward to that. And Bailey's going to watch Little Bear. And Blackie, they're gonna have like a little bonding time, and then we'll be back. So it'll be super fun. We do have another. We do have another RV trip coming up in August, which I think you might be coming with us on part of it. Yes, I'm gonna try to swing it. 
Okay. That's <laughs> so good. And so if you, if everybody's listening, if you're needing um, sacred space, you're feeling a little lost, you need a you know, safe place just to come and be and feel uplifted. Our world-renowned sound bath healer, Rosie Glow, she's coming up on July 31st. We're having an amazing one-day summer special um, retreat. And it's in Roseville, 88 Degrees is going to be coming. And they're going to be giving away some crazy, amazing um, raffle prizes. And they're also going to be doing the epigenetic testing. So they'll be, which Bailey and I have talked about on this epigenetic testing, just to kind of let you know what you might be missing in your in your body, what what you might be allergic to that you didn't know. Like I had no idea that I had um, that I was in a danger zone with electromagnetic. My electromagnetic field was in a danger zone, and Bailey and I live in the same house, and she didn't have that. But I just but I drive an electric car, so Cat from Crystal Rising, who also will be at the one day event teaching on manifesting, gave me these crazy, amazing Shungite, um, Shungite packs. I put them in my car, so I can't wait to have my, my epigenetic test again to see if it's working. Because I see that my field is no longer being affected. <laughs> I know, and especially yeah. in this world where it's everywhere. So yeah, but there's ways to protect ourselves. I always say knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. That's very well said. So go enjoy your night. And you go enjoy your night. You go enjoy More. your night. <laughs> oh, you first. You go first. So <laughs> everybody here, you guys go enjoy, enjoy your night. And yeah. we just want to send you all, all the, the love. love. All the love. And we will see you. We will see you next week, next Tuesday. Yeah, we'll see you guys next Tuesday. Well, we'll you always say it, Mom. <laughs> you always say we'll see you next Tuesday, but they'll never really see us or listening to they us. They might see us. They might. You just never know. They might see us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll leave it there. Yeah, we'll leave it there. And we will okay. talk to you all soon. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.